The following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. The following program is pre-recorded. Hey, everybody. How you doing out there? This is Tony Mart Presents. Music, food, fun, travel, and community professionals on WPG 1450 AM, 95.5 FM, and podcasting and on the Tony Mart website. You can get us live at uh, TonyMart.com. And, of course, you can email us at TonyMartPresents at gmail.com. We are on the way to the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise. And our special guest who will be joining us momentarily to fit into his busy schedule is one of the great blues rockers in the world, Randy McDonald, the bassist and longtime performer with Tommy Castro and the Painkillers and the legendary Rhythm and Blues Review, which will be happening on the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise sailing out of Fort Everglades on Saturday. And that's part of this show. The fact that we'll be with so many of the people that have entertained you all uh, for so many years. Uh, people like Walter Trout, who we hope to bring back. Taj Mahal, Phantom Blues Band. Victor Wainwright. Terrence Simeon, two-time Grammy winner. Kenny Neal. Ivan Neville. We have a tentative date for Ivan Neville and Dumpster Funk, the crown prince of the Neville musical family dynasty. Aaron Neville's son, by the way, for those of you who don't know it, the famous pop rock star from the Neville brothers, Aaron Neville. His son, Ivan, will be funking on the high seas and bluesing on the high seas, but um, he will be uh, uh, performing tentatively we have him down for July uh, on the uh, boardwalk in Atlantic City. We're going to talk a bit about those free concerts in light of the Live Nation Ticketmaster controversy and the perennial investigations into what those companies, Live Nation owns Ticketmaster, what they do uh, in terms of concert tickets and other somewhat uh, unpleasant and controversial uh, complaints. You know, Tony Mart Presents is a company that's dedicated to uh, free or very low-cost concert presentations with great, great uh, music, as many of you know. We're also going to talk about Tony Mart Cares, uh, which has a show we're announcing on March 3rd. Uh, at um, Josie Kelly's public house. Uh, we will be um, doing a show uh, with a Tony Mart All-Stars and Big Bob Ernano. And we're going to talk about that a little bit because that show will be dedicated to um, the music of a dear and departed friend. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, also, we're going to have more about the Tony Mart 
all-stars doing the music that made Tony Mart famous that night, uh, March 3rd. It's a Friday night at Josie Kelly's. It'll be a free show, but as usual, VIP tables and reserve seats will be available for those who want to make donations to what Tony Mart Cares does. And what Tony Mart Cares does is support great, great musical artists who need help because of disabilities or because of illnesses or other things. And we also like to fund projects. And this project we're going to be funding is about the music composed by uh, our dearly uh, dearly beloved and, and just taken from us way, way too long, uh, the brilliant Mark Pfeffer. He wrote some really cool songs, and uh, we're going to commit those to a recording. Plus, we're going to be doing work with Big Bob Ernano and the Tony Mart All-Stars, Megahertz, Kurtz, and all of this is going to be folded into some great live performances as well as recordings. It's it's all about the great real music with great real musicians and performers. I also do um, mention that we're going to be talking more about the winter wines at Shore, at uh, Circle Liquor Store, excuse me, Circle Liquor. Uh, which is um, one of our favorite topics in Vino Veritas. We'll be going to Mardi Gras. We'll be at the Bacchus Parade in Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And every time we do a show, we talk about the wine at Circle Liquor Store. And Bacchus is the Roman god of wine. So we uh, hail Bacchus, as they say at Mardi Gras. Hail Bacchus. But before we get there, we want to talk about this this wonderful, wonderful thing that we're about to do. And my favorite way to talk about the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise to our audience, which is primarily a South Jersey audience, but also people listen from all over the country. But my way of, of folding it in is to say that not only are we going to be bluesing on the high seas with the great Tommy Castro and the painkillers and his, I believe, founding bass player. We'll find out from him. I know it's been a long time, but we're going to have them on the beach August 18th in Summers Point. So you not only will get to hear us talk about how much fun we're going to have in the next week, but we'll also talk about how much fun we're going to have on a free Friday night concert at that beautiful, magical venue on the beach in Summers Point. And I know you're looking forward to all of it, Randy. Thanks for taking the time out on this busy week to be with us on the show. Good afternoon, Carmen. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm well. I'm glad to be here. I, I, uh, I was, I was brought in on the end of your conversation there. It sounds like you were relating the, uh, the the god of wine and the uh, the blues cruise you were kind of you were kind of pairing those together i like that we're on our way after the blues cruise randy to uh to mardi gras and we'll be at the Bacchus oh okay Parade yeah right i i missed i missed that part of the conversation 
we'll be talking some wine and drinking some wine and uh, uh, all of that on the ship together. Uh, but Randy, I, I really appreciate the fact that you took this time, that you are someone who's going to have um, a magical evening with us. Uh, hopefully, if the weather is good, that beautiful venue in Summers Point on August 18th. But before we get there, we'll be together for a week in the Caribbean. Uh, tell us a little bit about your history with Tommy. And, of course, you know, Tommy Castro, of course, is one of the preeminent uh, recording artists on the legendary Rhythm and Blues cruise. And you have been with him for a long time. Uh, let's talk. About the, the thing about you, Randy, is you're a blues rocker. And our, you know how we are in Jersey. We like to rock. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you've got me right. I think you got me pegged. Uh, I am a blues rocker, um, and, and of course, uh, you know the the soul element has always come into it there with with guys like uh, Gary U.S. Bonds, and of course, um, you know Steve Steve Van Zant likes to uh, call himself the soul the soul group, right? Um, but Right. Talking about my history with talking about my my history with Tommy. Um, well, I, I have a history going back to the Jersey Shore, but we I won't go that far. As a, as a child, I was waiting in the waves in the Jersey Shore, Cape May, and 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 places like that because we were vacationing down from Harrisburg, PA. Um, oh, but, but I moved tell to, us about to, it, man. In other words, you're what we call a shooby. You're a shooby. You came from Pennsylvania to the Jersey Shore. I came out of Pennsylvania. I was I was wearing my clam digger shorts, and I was only you know, uh, I moved to California when I was nine. So I was waiting. Like I said, I was waiting around the waves of the Jersey Shore as a young man. And uh, and then the family kind of got the call to move to California. So I had, you know, I had visions of uh, beach blanket bingo out there with with Frankie right. and Annette, and um, and I couldn't couldn't wait to move out there. You know, even though the the Jersey Shore has its own romantical fantasies, but California, of course is the surfers, uh, the surfers fantasy. So I couldn't wait to get out there. Uh, yeah. So fast forward, I moved to California. Um, I was, I was brought to San Francisco at age 23 to play with a, a, a blue eyed soul group called the Dynatones. Uh, this was in 83. I was 20, 23 years old. And, um, Spent uh, almost 10 years with that group. After about nine years, Tommy joined the group, and that's where we met. So our history goes back prior to Tommy Castro band, prior to Tommy Castro and the Painkillers. Our history goes back to a group called the Dynatones, and we were a, we were a blue-eyed soul band, and he was, he was hired as guitarist and, and backup singer. Um, he would share some lead lead singing with the with the great C. C. Miller, who was the front man. 
And um, and immediately I thought he was one of the greatest talents to to come through that band in years. Uh, again, I I was in there for nine years at the time, and we had we had somewhat of a rotation of of players in and out of there. But I, I recognized Tommy immediately as one of the greatest talents in there. Um, unfortunately, my plans weren't to stay with the group and stay with Tommy. So when I did make an exit a few months later, uh, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned this to him, that I thought he was one of the, one of the best talents I'd seen in a long time. And that perhaps if this group didn't work out for him, we might put something together. So we fast forward a few more months and, uh, and he's, he's not, he doesn't have the same vision for the future that he did with the group. And he thinks it's time to start his own band. So, um, I get a call from the road and he says, I want, I want to start my own, own group. And I'd like you to like you to be on board and help me out with this. And so we started, uh, booking or Tommy did started booking himself around the Bay area immediately. And, um, so he and I, he and I were the founding members. We started trying out other other people with the group, and uh, and, and, and while we were gigging, uh, and it just kind of happened organically. We just kind of, you know, found the best players that fit the best as we were performing, and and it worked out well with a great four piece band. Tommy's first band as leader first band under his name and that was the Tommy Castro band 1980 1992 when we started that right and so you are correct band, you are correct I am a founding member um, wasn't that band didn't you have like a trombone player in that band is that Am I right about that? No, no, the, no, no, the Dynatones were, were six piece. Um, the only horn was, a, was commonly the tenor saxophone. And, and that was switched right. around a bit, but almost always was the tenor saxophone. We would record with horn section and, and have guests from time to time, but no, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you make the, at the same time I discovered the Dynatones, I had discovered a band out of Rhode Island. Um, you, you, you're obviously familiar with Room Full of Blues. They had a mainstay trombone player. I don't know if you remember uh, Pops from that band, but um, yeah. Sure. Of course. Right. Well, anyway, yeah, the, um, and the, you know, the Dynatones were not, were known also known as a blue-eyed soul band, so we had choreography and that was one of the things that attracted me to that band was the, was the choreography. And Tommy and I, Tommy and I ma maintained some of that with the group as we developed the the uh, Tommy Castro band. Right. Well, you're a great performer. You move you're a total pro. And anybody that sees you knows you're a, on first sight a rock star. The way you handle yourself, uh, you know the way the, the you know the band is extremely entertaining. But you put your finger on something there, that Jersey blue-eyed soul thing, like my friend Felix Cavalieri and the Rascals, you know that whole thing, uh, and, and you feel that, and 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 part of that 
you know, is that you feel the Tony Mark thing. Uh, my our history now, you know, uh, I'm writing the book and we go back to 45 for 38 years until 82, you know, and, and it all kind of blends, all kind of blends together for, uh, uh, as you know, uh, but I am, I am glad that I got that right about you being a founding member. You guys have done so much. You are one of the most popular. I mean, really more so than anybody except Taj Mahal himself, Tommy Castro and the painkillers, Tommy Castro and the legendary rhythm and blues review, Randy McDonald holding it down, playing bass. You guys are really some of the most popular people and, and kind of a, a big part of the heart and soul of that blues cruise, which, you know, we go back all the way to the ultimate, even before all y'all, you know that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nancy says, the original. Tommy's, Nancy says Tommy was on the ultimate, too. Yeah, I think Tommy was on there as a as a guest without without the group. So that was our that was his initiation to the cruise, and um, and yeah, and yeah, he he quickly became a mainstay. Um, uh, he and Taj yes. Mahal are the are the only ones that are on every um, every right. ship every every time we sailed and. Uh, part of the reason being is that, that Tommy will take uh, take the initiative to mix things up. Um, I mean, it starts with yes. uh, starts with the first night. The, the way he the way he runs the jam session is it's all inclusive. Um, uh, almost immediately turning the turning the musicians around and turning it over and mixing it up. Um, you know, some groups will get up there and 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 want to want to stay uh, intact as a group, you know, but Tommy will immediately, you know, start mixing things up. And then the other thing that he's done to, to maintain uh, the position on the cruise is mixing up the shows. We, we bring on what you mentioned as the review, the legendary rhythm and blues review. And this, this started when Tommy invited Ronnie Baker Brooks, Deanna Bogart, and Magic Dick uh, on as his guests, and the and the band backed them up in a review type format, like the old Soul Review. And um, Roger Roger liked this so much, he he started putting that into rotation uh, almost every ship, every uh, time we sail. And so, you know, so that earns Tommy uh, a, a place on the ship every time. And and um, so I think that's I think that's a tradition that's going to last a long time. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, no question about it. The blue eyed soul, the blues rock, what what's going on, uh, you know, and what you guys do out there, you know, it's just fantastic and and you know the songwriting too as well is very very important you guys uh do some really great things uh i um i really want to um uh, talk about that a little bit and i want to want to mention too for those who don't know magic dick of course is the great whammer jammer uh harmonica player 
from uh, Jay Giles Band, which is an immensely popular group uh, on the, at the Jersey Shore, of course, and was an immensely popular group at Tony March. So that's more of that, you know, rock and roll crossover, uh, blues rock. Of course, Jay, Jay Giles was one of the blues rock bands, really, if we think about it, right? Uh, they started as yeah. blues. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. One, one of my earliest influence, definitely. And, and yeah, for those that don't know, yeah, Magic Dick uh, was the one who, who penned the, uh, or wrote the great Whammer Jammer, which is the quintessential uh, rock blues harmonica instrumental um, with just yes. with such great such great simple parts and fire that it, it's uh, it's hard to resist. It's hard to resist the whammer jammer, and of course, it's always one of the most requested songs on that review. And and Magic Dick always brings it and 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 kills it. So that that became a big part of the review as well. Yeah, the Jay Giles to, to me what, what was a quintessential uh, blue eyed soul band, and and and. Oh, yeah. Performance-wise, writing-wise, I mean, they did a lot. They did a lot of soul covers, um, but they all, but their writing was was right on par with the, with the soul music. Oh yeah, they were yeah great. You know, I do this a lot. What what, what I'm about to do, Randy? Um, I, this is fun. Um, I have been wanting to and trying to get Dick to come down. Magic Dick to come down and do a summer show with the Tommy Castro band. He, you know, we, we tried to get him to come down. He didn't have what he really wanted to, what he felt comfortable with, but he said, if we can make it work with Tommy, I'll come down and do it. So let's, let's declare right now here and now that between us and Randy McDonald, we got to figure out a way to make that happen at the Jersey shore for all the people that would love to have Magic Dick do Whammer Jammer and to also join the, uh, you know, uh, the Tommy Castro band uh, to sit in and just do a, a concert. Uh, you know, you know that we would love that, and and we will. Uh, I I promise I'll do everything I can. Of course, I'm not. Uh, I'm not Magic Dick's manager. <laughs> I promise to do what I can to get him down there to the Jersey Shore and and join us on stage. And I know it. I know it would be fantastic. And and I know he. I know he will be willing to do it. Um, he, he missed a cruise last time. He had some health issues that so he wasn't he wasn't comfortable with going to see. Um, but I, but I know he'll be back at it, and we'll we'll. We'll do everything we can to get him down to the Jersey Shore. I love him. I really love him. I think he's great. And, you know, they played Jay Giles' Blues Time back on the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise. And that was a great, uh, great, great show. Uh, But tell me a little bit more. You know, I wasn't wasn't aware of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was was magic. Magic Dick's Blues Band, yeah. Uh, well, it was called Jay Giles Blues Time on the ship, and it was Magic Dick, and he was really the front man. Around 95, it was. Uh, wow, okay, right. 
And uh, and by the way, up. I want to you're tell you something. Up. You're breaking, you're breaking up, Carmen. But I'm get I'm getting most of what you're saying. I'm sorry. Is that better? Is that better? I think so. Yeah, I hope it's okay. not on my end, but I think so. That sounds good. Yeah, thank you. I, I do. I can hear you very well. Uh, and um, I just uh, wanted to, you know, mention that we, when we see you on the ship, we do have a little bit of a surprise for you uh, for doing this interview. Uh, I grabbed you on the ship in October, and I loved interviewing yes, you, you because did. we had been talking. You, you were talking about Levon Helm and, and the book that Levon did, and I was telling you about the book that I'm doing. And um, we really, really kind of um, shared a lot of moments about the history. You know, for me, Levon and the Hawks, of course, 19, uh, you know, 1965 at Tony Martz. To me, they're like one of the real roots uh, grandparents of, this Americana thing that's so big right now in music. They were Americana for us, you know, uh, uh, at the Jersey Shore in the summer of 65. And we have that commonality. And uh, I've got something for you uh, uh, along those lines. But let's talk about, uh, you know, what it means to be up there on this. You guys are now international stars. Last year, when you came to the boardwalk, you were just coming off um, a, a tour of Europe. Uh, you're very much in demand. Uh, I know that you just did a gig in Tucson because your management was kind. And, oh, you actually helped us with that, uh, getting uh, tickets for my, my marketing person. Terry the Grizz Vizzoni is there for the winter. And you packed the place. That was a Killer gig. That, I mean, the time. That's right. That's right. You guys are hot right now. Tony, internationally. We, we, we had Tony Martin in the house. Yes, and they did. They did drop by the stage and say hello, and that, that was that was great to see them there. And uh, and yeah, Tucson. We've we've been growing our market there, and we we packed the place. We sold out. We we sold out both our shows in Arizona just just uh, last week, so that was that was a very fulfilling run for us. Right. Yeah. That hasn't been. Yeah. I it mean, hasn't, it hasn't been easy. Hasn't been easy to fill the rooms, you know, post COVID, as, as anyone right. can tell you. It's 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 hit and miss, but uh, but it's coming back. It's definitely coming back, and this these last few runs have been very encouraging with uh, with full houses. And uh, and we're we're going to be right back out again in the spring with a with a complete uh, U.S. tour, um, so people can be looking for us in their in their uh, hometowns. And then again, yeah, and then the summer during the summer we do you know we 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 pick up the festivals and the outdoor shows. So we're not necessarily on a on a tour then, but we will be swinging through. Uh, South Jersey and Summers Point, and I remember being there. When were we there, Carmen? Oh my God, it was well ago. over between years ago when when you played for us on the beach. And between ten and fifteen gonna, years ago, Randy. Oh, at least are we going to be on the Go same ahead. location, similar location? That beautiful beach location there. You look across the bay and see the 
Ferris wheels at night. It's like a Springsteen song. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I, yeah, I remember pulling up there in the morning to, to to set up, and we 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 took a moment to enjoy the beach, and we were throwing the baseball on, on the sand, and I remember that well. I, I I wish I could find the photos of that. It was really really stunning. It's a really great time. Now we're going to repeat it here, you know, fifteen years later. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I just want to say um, before. We wrap it up about the songwriting, uh, you know, and, and and the way that Tommy and you, you're a, such a big part of this. And I don't just say that because I'm interviewing you. The way you guys rock out the classic blues songs. I love the way you, you know, you you do a blues rock version of a Muddy Waters tune, you know. I mean, it's 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 really cool. Because that's where, you know, that's where I'm from. I'm from a rock and roll bar, you know, and uh, um, and plus the songwriting. You know, you guys are such great songwriters. I, I mean, excellent, excellent. And, of course, your your performance, uh, all of that. I, I think that's part of what's gotten you to the, to the top of the blues rock uh, world. I mean, you guys are, you know, you can be mentioned in a very, very elite crowd of five or 10 bands that are really the best and, and the most highly respected and well-known. Well, I, I, I appreciate your, uh, your observations and your, your opinions on that. And, and two, two things about Tommy's songwriting, um, that, you know, that have, that have led the way for him, uh, to reach that status uh, yes, yeah, songwriting is one of the things that have led the way to reach that status. And the, his songwriting uh, has developed from, uh, he, he tells the story about getting a deal with uh, Blind Pig Records. And they, they said, and we were, you know, we were just playing around Northern California and playing our favorite blues and soul songs. And they say, Tommy, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to sign you to this record deal. Um, you know, you got some songs, and Tommy said, "Oh, sure, I got some songs." And he's, he's Joe, he says, "At that moment, I became a songwriter." So he, he, he started. He, he he and he was and he was determined to become a songwriter, and and it flowed pretty naturally. I mean, his, his first song he talks about was "Nasty Habits," and he said, "Well, I just write about the things I know about." At the time, that was one thing I knew a lot about. So. He and he developed it. He didn't. He didn't just rely on um, his rudimentary knowledge of songwriting. He studied it, and he got with some great co-writers and, and learned from them, and, and became a great a great writer, a lyricist, and and musically. And now musically, the other thing that that's, that's unique and and has helped us reach the status is we don't really have the boundaries in our music. Yes, yes, we're considered uh, a blues band or a blues rock band, however you want to label. But, um, and I'm not crazy about labels, but um, we don't, and mainly because we don't observe the, the boundaries that people put on music sometimes right. or the labels. Right. We, we, yeah, we borrow from all of our influences, which is pretty much all of American music, from uh, rock and roll, straight ahead rock and roll, to deep 
Deep South soul to Chicago soul and, um, and of course to the blues. And, um, I, you know, I think Tommy's foremost inspiration comes from, from blues, blues players, um, but also soul singers. So, um, we bought, we have no uh, intention of putting our music into one group or one label. But uh, we have no problem borrowing from all those and mixing them within one song, one album. So that's become that's kind we of like become our mark. We like, yeah, and and you know the la- the labels and the confinement of those is really ridiculous. But it's a marketing thing, you know. Um, the the bottom line is we say rock and soul at the Jersey Shore. You know, we do a lot of rock and soul. Memphis is soul. They got a museum in Memphis called the Rock and Soul Museum now on Beale Street. And and that's a popular thing, along with the Stax Records Museum, which, of course, is legendary. And I did just want to finish the interview by talking about what a phenomenal job you all did when Booker T was on the cruise. And you did that party and did the tribute to Booker T. What a great tribute you put together. That was phenomenal that morning. Well, yeah, you, so you talk about rock and soul. So as I mentioned, that is a big influence of, of Tommy and myself and, and the whole group. And um, when we were asked to do that special uh, returning party, unannounced, uh, Tommy said, well, let, you know, let's not, let's not just walk in there. And, uh, even though we're, we're not advertised as such, let's go in there and surprise everybody and do a, do a tribute to Booker T he's on the ship and, uh, and Booker T and the stacks music. And of course he, he was the architect of the stacks music down there at the, um, stacks studios and stacks record label. And again, a big influence of ours. So we thought, how fitting. Um, it didn't dawn was, on us that, that Booker was, would. It didn't I, dawn on us that Booker would be in the second row the, watching the whole show. But <laughs> but we prepared and we and we tried to keep it true and uh, we did the best we could. And then they came up and paid tribute to you by joining you on the stage. I am sure he doesn't do that all that often. You know. Uh, and, and that was because he was so delighted. It was a it was a blues cruise moment, as we say. And uh, I I just want to, um, you know, we were delighted and surprised. That was one of my first of all. That was one of my favorite cruises. What a great cruise to have a living legend like Booker T on there. And you know, I just scoot right up there ten ten feet from the B three, and we get to hang out. You know. How great is that? You know, it's just. It's I know I, every. I look. I look forward to every trip. I catch as much music as I can. I'm humbled. I'm humbled by every performance and every player on there, and and it's just it's just an astounding way to spend a, a week for for a musician or a fan. Right. I mean, Tyrone Davis. I got to hang out with Tyrone Davis. You know, Ike Turner was such a gentleman, autographing everything put in front of him. We can go down the list. And, of course, 
thank God we still have Taj Mahal, who truly is uh, a living, living legend. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a hell of a week. I'll see you on Saturday, Randy. You're a great guy. Good. It's so much fun to interview thank you. I know this won't be the last one, that's for sure. We'll do it again before we do our, uh, our August show this summer. Yeah, we'll look forward to to uh, getting on with you again. It's it's always a pleasure to chat with you. And be, before we go, I want to say good luck with your book. I look forward to hearing more about that. I'm sorry we didn't have any time to go into that, but I want to say good look, good work, <laughs> good luck with that. And and best to you all down there on the Jersey Shore. We will see you this summer, if not before. Thank you, Carmen. And we'll see you soon. Looking forward to it. She says hello and sends her love. Uh, bon voyage. We'll see you on the ship. Headed for Florida tomorrow. All right, my friend. Take care. Bye. The great Randy. Good day. Thanks again. Everybody. Thank you so much, Randy. Uh, it is a difficult week for everybody. Uh, we, we've been talking to... Uh, a lot of people, everybody is really busy getting ready to get on the ship on Saturday. But Randy has a, a real connection with us because, and now we know why, because he was a shoebie coming to the Jersey Shore up until he was nine <laughs> years old uh, from Harrisburg to Cape May. Thank you, Randy. Thanks so much. I want to um, go on and talk about something that was inspired by what was in the news this week? You know, you just heard me talking about the greatest people in the world with Randy. These are living legends. Taj Mahal, Magic Dick from Jay Giles. This summer we have the great, great Martin Barr, one of the finest and greatest living progressive British rock and roll stars, Jethro Tull doing a tribute to Aqualung, okay? These are world-class shows, uh, and uh, they're free. Almost everything we do is free or a small contribution, donation, and that brings me to a point that I really wanted to stress because I'm listening to these congressional hearings on Live Nation and Ticketmaster and how many people hate them and how many people feel they get ripped off by them. And I just want to draw the contrast because Nancy and I work all the time. We work today. We did our blast for this uh, radio show. And we do it because we love the preservation of the music. We do it because of the Tony Mart legacy. And we do it because we want these great musicians to be able to be very, very popular and have opportunities to perform and do all of the things that uh, they need to do. We support the great musicians and we provide the shows for the fantastic uh, uh, venues. And uh, I think that's so important. You know, we're, uh, we're going to be doing 14 shows on the beach this summer. 
we're going to be doing a great series at the point. You know, Tony Martz is very proud to now be affiliated with by way of producing shows uh, at the point, which was where Bay Shores was at. It's a gorgeous tropical nightclub and tiki bar uh, right on the bay, the beautiful Summers Point historic bayfront. And we're really proud we're going to have the prince of the Tony Mart family talking about rock and soul with Randy, our rock and soul guitar hero, the great Billy Walton, every Thursday night, a free show from 6 to 10 at the point. This is what we're talking about. Billy Walton's becoming an international star, packing venues in Germany, in Holland, in Great Britain, Scotland, and up and down the East Coast. And he's going to be there every Thursday night. Tony Mart presents Rockin' the Point. And these are free shows, and we are proud that we are able to do that. The BMWs, which is Billy with the great Destiny Monroe, who's also in the Billy Walton Band, and uh, Jimmy Brogan, who is another great musician deserving of support. We want to support Jimmy Brogan. That's what we're all about. And they're going to be doing a vertical, that's what we call it, every Monday night at the point in Sea Isle. So these are things that we're doing all the time. And we have another company, Tony Mart Cares, and that company is uh, going to be producing this event uh, for uh, Big Bob Ernano and the Tony Mart All-Stars on Friday the 3rd. And just let me say to you that if you want to reserve a table, uh, if you want to reserve seats, start sending the emails to Tony Mart Presents at gmail.com. And I want to thank Kathleen and Dermot Lloyd from Josie Kelly's Public House because they allow us to do these shows year-round. And they are the venue in the event that we get rained out of or rained in from the Summers Point Beach concerts. We have um, Josie Kelly's. And we'll be at Josie Kelly's Friday the 3rd. And that's going to be two shows that night. The first show will be the music, a portion of the music that made Tony March famous. Music from people like Bill Haley and uh, Dwayne Eddy and Del Shannon's Runaway and Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels and Joey D and the Starlighters, the Peppermint Twist and uh, all of that great stuff. But also, the second part of the show is going to be dedicated to recordings by that Bob Ernano and the Tony Mart All-Stars are putting together, including the music of Mark Pfeffer, which is very important to us and Bob uh, to be able to do this at uh, Rich Kurtz's studio. And also, we're going to have a party dance, a dance party that night as well. So your requests, favorite songs performed by the guys, it's going to be a hell of a night. Uh, and that's going to be 7 to 10 on March 3rd. So mark that one down. And it's a free show, 
But if you want to be assured of a reserve seat or you want a VIP reserve table for you and your friends to party, I mean, it was only, it's only going to be a hundred bucks for a, a VIP table. Uh, we, we want you to send us an email. Uh, also, I want to thank some of the sponsors uh, of this show. Uh, of course, uh, in Vino Veritas, we will talk a little bit about Vino at the Circle Liquor Store, the winter wine sale. But before we get there, I want to thank another good friend, Rich Gerber. 48 years, he has been providing reliable, trustworthy financial advice, indexed annuities, annuities, uh, all kinds of insurance products, life insurance, flexible life insurance, flexible long-term life insurance, Medicare supplements. He will go through it all with you for free. He'll give you a free consultation. He'll review your existing investments and policies. All you have to do is call him at 609-653-9101. He's right in Linwood, but he'll meet you. He'll come to your house. You can come to his very comfortable, nice office on Central Avenue. Uh, really, really a good idea to make sure you're financially secure and ready to let the good times roll right into uh, the uh, the golden years, as they say. It's um, very, very important, I think, to be able to uh, do that. Obviously, you want to be able to come to the jams. Uh, you want to be able to enjoy everything. And Rich Gerber is the guy. 48 years of experience. And, of course, he's a wine connoisseur. Last week uh, or two weeks ago, we had some wine at the end of the show. And just love him. A great guy. He was the uh, the president of the city council in Northfield for a long time. I think he said 21 years of public service. And uh, we are uh, really, really thankful to um, uh Rich Gerber, uh, for um, helping us uh, and sponsoring this show, and we want to um, uh, we we want to thank him uh, for being a sponsor of this show. Also, uh, we want to talk about the wine. He's a great wine guy, and um, the Circle Wicker has an incredible amount of wines on sale uh, for. Um, the winter wine sale. And we've talked about some of them. Valentine's Day is coming up. A perfect, zesty, spicy red Zinfandel from Mendocino. Uh, Gedman's, it's called. It really is good. We had it with some some ribs. I made them in the Was it too cold? The uh, app at the bar. But uh, if you want to Check out $24 bottle of really good California Mendocino wine, uh, a red Zinfandel, $17.99. The Circle has it, and also uh, all the other all the other great wines uh, that Chet has. The wine master at Circle Liquor Store, uh, really some tremendous. Uh, Bargains, Schlumberger, 
$12 box of California Cabernet that is absolutely excellent for the money. Uh, and, of course, everybody likes the Bacchus. Uh, it's a little fruit forward. It's nice. Great Cabernet for your table. Again, but $10, uh, $10 bottle. And uh, if you want something really special for your Valentine, if she likes the Chardonnay, if he likes the Chardonnay, I love French Chardonnays. We have the Le Fleuve, which is a top of the French Chardonnay. You can really enjoy it. But there's so much more than just the wines there. That's her. And the uh, selections, huge, broad selections. Uh, Circle Liquor has an unbelievable amount of different kinds of products that you can enjoy. And certainly uh, Circle Liquor Store uh, will give you the hospitality, help you with the selections, chat, and the big guy, J.M., Chester Malloy, the wine master, Jordan, who knows an amazing amount about craft beers and um, uh, all of these specialty brews, as well as the latest seltzers and products of the new fabulous uh, uh, cocktail in a cans. It's all cutting edge at Circle because everybody wants Circle to sell their products because they are the greatest independent liquor store in New Jersey and probably the best and most fun in the world. But beyond the wines, beyond the craft beers, 200 bourbons, an amazing selection of rums, tequilas. They, and they have so many different tequilas. And, of course, the extensive vodka. Chet is saying that it's amazing now how many vodkas they have from all over the world. And, uh, of course, you have an excellent selection of single malt scotches and the single barrel whiskeys. All of that that you want is right there. And we're very proud and thankful not only to have Circle Wicker as a sponsor of this show, but to work with Circle Wicker because of their support of the community and all of the donations that they make. Before we finish this up, I do want to talk a little bit about the great uh, road food we've been experiencing. Our first night, Smithfields in North Carolina, that classic vinegar, peppery pork barbecue, excellent fried chicken, uh, we had a, a great meal there in Smithfield, North Carolina. But yesterday, we had an incredible meal uh, at a place called Duke's Barbecue in Walter Barrows, South Carolina. If you're driving through there, exit 57, it's a $15 buffet, which is a magnificent array of southern specialties, many of which are the signature preparations of a wonderful lady. I loved her. I fell in love with her and I fell in love with her food. Her name was uh, Chef Granny Sandra. 55 years she's been cooking there in Walterboro, South Carolina. And the foods that she is putting out there, of course, they have the great smoked barbecue 
And in South Carolina, we're not talking vinegar, vinegar, hot pepper suspension like in North Carolina. We're talking those famous South Carolina mustard-based sauces, mild and hot at this place, um, Duke's Barbecue. And I'll tell you, if you mix the mild and the hot together, you have one of the best mustard sauces ever. This is classic South Carolina barbecue. It's one of my favorites. And then, of course, the hash and the rice. And as they like to say in the polite way, the hash is pretty much everything uh, that they don't put in the barbecue, if you know what I'm saying. Great hush puppies. Fabulous. It's so funny. She made fava beans, as we say in Italian, but she calls them Italian beans, okay? And bakes baked macaroni and cheese. 24 pans she goes through on a Saturday. And her desserts, a really excellent version of a banana pudding with cake, like a, a, a fusion of a, a banana pudding cake. Really excellent. And then also the lemon pudding uh, cake with like a meringue frosting and all the fruit cobblers. What an unbelievable amount of great fruit. And let's not forget the hand-breaded, pan-fried chicken. I mean, I cannot say enough great things about this. You know we love our road food. We'll be reporting on seafood. We'll be reporting on Creole as we uh, go up to New Orleans after we get off the cruise. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for making this the number one talk radio show in this spot. And uh, we thank you all and we wish you a great, a great week and hope you enjoy yourself. Hope you enjoy sharing the excitement, the blessings of all these great experiences. And until we talk to you next, please... Let the good times roll.